Wise men speak because they have something to say. Fools because they have to say something. We started last week with that quote because I just believe it, that wise men speak because they have something to say, and fools, they have to say something. We're talking about communication. For the last two weeks, we talked about communication, and I'm so excited to jump back into the conversation this week. So it's Purvey's point. I'm your boy, Robert Purvey. Let's talk about communication. Keep it locked. Welcome back to another episode of Pervy's Point. I'm super excited to be back with you another week. It's another week, and it's a great week. It's a great week. Fall is here. Fall is here, and I don't know about you, but I love fall. Fall represents the changing of things, that that another season has gone, that the summer is gone, and that fall, and, and the, the leaves are changing, and the weather is changing. Uh, I just love the fall season. I love the fall season and hope you do too. And I'm so excited that you're back with me uh, this week on Pervy's Point. And this this topic of communication, um, you guys really enjoyed it. So thank you so much for um, the feedback on it, the feedback on the topic and everything. It was, it was great. And last week, I told you I had six things that we were talking about. And I would talk about three last week and three this week, so I wouldn't rush because this is one of those topics that I believe you can really spend so many weeks on. But it's one of those things from my heart that I hope that you are pursuing in your life, that you are seeking to communicate better. Now, communicate is not just talking on the phone. It's not just sending a text. That It's more to communication than that. It's it's way more to communication than that. Communication... Um, is the ability to convey or share emotions, feelings, sentiments, and desires. And I believe that so many people are missing out on valuable connections because they don't know how to communicate. And so many people have left valuable connections because they lacked the desire to learn how to communicate. And we're all missing each other. I think, I, think, I think that a lot of times we're just missing each other because we fail to communicate with one another in a healthy way that could provide some context to what we are discovering about each other, what we're discovering about ourselves. And so um, hopefully last week, last week we talked about staying, um, the, the first three things when it came to communicating is staying focused, listening carefully, and trying to see the other person's point of view. Those are the three things we started on, that if you're going to communicate well, you've got to stay focused on what you're talking about in the moment, what the conversation is at hand, and listen carefully. Listen carefully to the person um, that's talking to you. So many times we we are anticipating and waiting to respond that we don't even hear what the other person is trying to say. And then see their point of view. I think it's it's very important for you to step outside of yourself to see what somebody else is saying. Like, like you really could be missing, missing what they're trying to say because you're always trying to uh, figure out what you want to say back. But communication is so key. Communication is so key. And um, I think that if we can get these six things down, we'll be good. So the first three will stay focused, um, listen carefully, and try to see the other person's point of view. I'm going to spend my time today talking about these last three. The last three, the f- um, so w- it will be number four. If you're taking notes, this will be number four, but it's the first one of today. 
All right. So go back and listen to the last episode for the first three in detail. Uh, but today, when we talk about communication, you have to know that personal responsibility is a strength, not a weakness. Taking personal responsibility is a strength, not a weakness. That that I think so many of us could be so much better um, that when we understand that effective communication involves admitting when you're wrong. Now, now, now I, I know your face probably turned up and you're probably looking at me funny. It's cool because it's something I had to learn, too, that when it comes to communication, you got to own it. You got to own it. And one of the most freeing things in my life is just owning when I mess up. Now, that's big for me because I don't like messing up. And I don't know who else out there is like me, but I don't I don't I don't like to mess up. I try to get things right so I don't mess up so everybody can be in sync. Because I, I can't stand messing up. And when I do, it, it's, it's a gut punch. But what I've learned in the past, in my, in my younger days and in the past, when I was really stuck on pride, I would just try to, I would tell myself, the other person has to get over it. That it's not my fault, it's their fault. And pride would cause me uh, to lose some connections. It would cause me to lose, fo- lose focus. But when I began to mature in my walk with the Lord and just mature in life, I realized that owning it, admitting when I was wrong, actually opens up another layer of communication with the other person. That I've discovered that people are more likely to listen to what you have to say after you admit that you're wrong. Now, now you're not patronizing them. You're not doing it, doing it in a condescending way. But when you can admit that you're wrong, that, hey, you know, in this situation, um, I share my burden of the responsibility. That, that is a very healthy thing in a relationship. Because the, the focus on it is to make sure that um, you are creating healthy communication habits. Like, I, I, I really want you to grab it. I don't know where you're listening to this. I don't know how you're listening to it. But I really want you to understand, you have to grow up and start owning and taking responsibility when you mess up and be able to convey and communicate that to people that you love and people that love you. I promise you, you would, you, you would see such a big change in your connections and your relationships when you're able to admit that you're wrong. Now, now, here, here's, I'm going to go left and come back right. What I'm not saying, I'm not saying continue to make the same mistakes over and over. What I am saying is, is what uh, Pastor Brian Carter told me one time. He was like, make, make new mistakes, right? In, in, in your relationship, make, make, make new mistakes. Like, learn, learn from the mistakes you make and make new mistakes. Do, do, and, and making new mistakes shows that you're trying to get better. You're trying to get better. And as you journey towards better, communicate those steps. It sets a good example. It shows maturity. And it oftentimes inspires the other person to respond in a kind and a less aggressive way. Trust your boy. Like, like tr- trust me on that. Tr- trust me, if you take that approach to communication, I promise you, you will see a different side of the person you're communicating with. Now, now it is true. Some people are just mean. <laughs> like they are some people are just mean and they just have it out to be mean every day that, that that's that's just how they are that's how they get down cool what i'm saying is when you're in connection with people 
who are really trying to do life with you, who want the best for you, who want to walk and journey with you, take the approach of owning what's yours and taking responsibility of what you've done, even when it hurts, even if you don't clearly understand, take ownership and responsibility, and it would create this healthy uh, communication of finding a resolution that both sides could be happy with. All right? So, so, so on, on, on what's yours, uh, but th- that's number one for today. Number four on the list. Number two for today, number five on the list, is look for compromise. Look for compromise. This is, this is the one that your boy really had to grow with because um, there's this W word that really sits heavy in my spirit when it comes just to life, period. And that's winning, right? <laughs> that's winning. I want to win everything. It's so bad to where if I, if I don't believe I can win it, I won't even do it. <laughs> but I won't even do it. But if I pursue it, if I'm in it, if I'm doing it, I'm in it to win it. And I, I like, I just, I want to conquer whatever I do. That, that's just, it's how I'm built. But when it comes to communication, this is what I had to learn. That instead of trying to win the argument, I had to look for solutions that met everybody's need through compromise. Like, 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 th- that, that's some grown-up stuff. Like, like if, if you, if you want to know if you've grown or if you're growing, it's embracing this part of communication where, where you look for compromise. Instead of trying to win, you look for compromise. Or a new creative solution that gives you both what you want most. Like, like th- this focus is much more effective than one person getting what they want at the other person's expense. It, it, just, it just is. Healthy communications, healthy communication involves finding a resolution. That, that's when you know you're growing. Not just when you're arguing and you can be the loudest or you can cuss the most or you can say it the, the, the most aggressive or you can say things that kind of hurt people's feelings, or you can you can throw some daggers here and there. Now that's that's not showing that you've grown. No, growing is when you cannot um, seek to win the argument, but you look for a solution. You can be a solution oriented person that communicates, and instead of seeing it as a win, you figure out a creative solution that gives you both what you want most, and that's going to take intentionality. And understanding that I'm not trying to win this conversation. I'm trying to come to a resolution in this conversation. And, I, and ho- hopefully, hopefully you hear in my heart. Like, I really hope you're hearing my heart. But I also hope that, that, that you're doing a, dig, um, a, a deep dive and digging in your life as well. Because I, I don't have to know you to know this. That some you, you could be ruining some very healthy um, connections and some very healthy relationships in your life because you refuse to compromise because you're always trying to win. And I'm going to go left and come back right. Okay? I I mean, and this is the pervyism. This this is not, you ain't going to find this in the Bible. This may not even be uh, professionally or politically correct. This is a pervyism. 
Okay. This is what Pervy believes to be true. This is what Pervy believes to uh, be a key factor in how we connect with one another. I believe that, that, that in so many connections and relationships that, that, that men, men, if men learned how to um, compromise and learn how to focus on what is best for both and not trying to win, I just believe that our women are protected and loved more when men approach the conversation that way. I just believe that. I mean, I, I mean, I, I believe, I, I honestly believe, I believe that, that women are feel more protected. They feel more honored and they're more apt to follow and join in the cause. When as a man, you come to conversations with an understanding and a, and a, a mindset of compromise rather than trying to win the argument. And that's something I've had to learn. That's not that I'm not I'm not bringing you an ex, um, expertise or even um, a, a long list of wins in that category because I'm I, I've often tried t- tried to win the argument, but I realized that growing up in life, growing in the Lord, and just growing in a mature way means you're not trying to win the argument, trying to come up with a solution. So I want you to try it. I want you to try that. I want you to try approaching conversations with people on your job, people in your life, if you married with your spouse, if you if, if you booed up with your bae, if you got kids with your kids. I want you to try entering into conversations with the mindset of compromise, not winning. How can we both walk away from this with what we want the most? And with the understanding that we're trying to communicate a solution and nobody's trying to win. Because if, if I love you and I'm doing life with you, I've already won you. So I don't have to try to win you in an argument. I've already won you because we're doing life together. So I don't have to win in an argument, but I do have to compromise. Because compromising in communication oftentimes show that I love you Because it's not about me, it's about us. It's not about me, it's how can we win? How can we do what's best? How can we move forward? So that's a very grown understanding of communication. One, owning what's yours, which should be number, it's one for today, four on your list. Two for today, five on your list is look for compromise. And then this this number six, and I'm going to go back through the three. But number, number six, the last one, is take a time out. Like, when it comes to conversation, hear me. And, like, I don't know why I feel this way today, but I just feel like I got I to gotta say this. I don't, I don't even know how many men listen to this podcast, but if you're a woman, send this to your man. Send this to your daddy. Send this to your brothers. Send this to your sons, peop, uh, men in your life. I, I think that, um, I mean, I tell y'all, every week I, I try to, I come from a place of introspect, right? Where I I look at myself and I just believe that as men of this last point, we have to really understand how much more we could um, get further in connections with people if we just took a time out. Sometimes tempers get heated 
and it's just too difficult to continue a discussion. And I believe that especially men, when you are interacting with your kids, when you're interacting with their mom, when you're interacting with your girl, your wife, even people at your job, that your aggression won't get you possession of what you seek after. Your aggression won't get you or give you possession of what you seek after. I believe that only comes when you can step back and take a time out because when you do this, you're able to see what part did you play on what's yours. How can you make the situation better? Look for compromise. Like four and five only happen when you do six. When, 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 you, take, when, when you step back and say, hey, like, I, let, let, let me breathe. Because if you feel yourself or your, the person you're communicating with starting to get angry, it, there's nothing that can be constructed. Like, it, it becomes destructive. It's not constructive when you're arguing. And hear me, it's okay to take a break from the discussion until, you, until both of you cool off. This is something I've even done with my kids. That I don't even have a conversation with my soon-to-be nine-year-old twins if either one of us is upset. If I'm trying to have a conversation with my kids, there is something that we have to where they go cool off, and I go cool off before we have a conversation because I don't want to say something that's going to hurt them. I don't want to say something that's going to scar them. This is a step I've taken even in my friendships that I'll get off the phone or I'll get quiet so I don't say something in the moment that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Because, see, let's, let's go back real quick. Let's go back. Remember last week we talked about listen carefully? Part of listen carefully, we talked about how um, communication, how it goes both ways and how we have to actively listen and not seek to respond. Like, you, you really kind of grab that when you cool off. When you're heated and you're arguing, you're not listening. You're trying to get, you, you're trying to get your frustrated point out. You, 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 you're, not, you're not hearing what anybody says. If y'all just yelling back and forth, it's just a shouting match. It's just a shouting match to see who can yell the loudest, who can get the most aggressive, who can talk the loudest, and, and, and you're not getting anywhere. Like, I think somebody needs to hear this. And yes, I said men, but I think anybody listening to this podcast, hear, hear me. Your anger, not only will your anger not produce what God seeks from you, your anger and your frustration can't fix what somebody else broke. Your anger and frustration can't fix what you broke. There are so many, and I'm going to go left and come back right. This is from my heart. There is somebody listening to this podcast, and you have been hurt by something or hurt by someone, and your lack of communicating with your heart is because it's been hardened by the pain you've gone through in your life. And now every situation you find yourself in, you're yelling, you screaming, you fight, like you're fighting, people at your job can't stand you. People in your house can't stand you. Nobody want to be around you because you're always negative. 
you're always saying something mean because something in the past hurt you or something in your present is hurting you. And instead of addressing it, you just continue to let it hurt you. But can I speak to your heart and tell you this? You need to be healed from your hurt so you can be of help to others. You are too gifted. You are too smart. You are too capable to be operating in this hurt. I want you to get healed from hurt so you can help yourself and others. There's so much more God wants to do. And, 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 you, and you've been thinking that the best way to communicate is to cuss somebody out. The best way to communicate is to yell. The best way to communicate is, is to uh, fight, either physically or verbally. And it's not getting you anywhere. What, what it has gotten you has gotten you fired. You've lost some relationships. You lost some money. You've wasted time. You got family members that can't stand you. You got friends that don't want to be around you because you have unhealed hurt and undealt with pain in your life. And so communication has become hard for you. But communication is the foundation of any relationship. Anything. If, if you cannot communicate, let's, let's, run, let's run down this list again. If you In communication, if you can't stay focused, if you can't listen carefully, if you can't see somebody else's point of view, if you can't own your own mistakes, if you can't look for compromise, and if you can't step back and take a time out, you're going to continuously ruin everything in your life. It wouldn't it be a shame that God continuously sends good people, continuously sends good jobs, continuously sends good opportunities, sends them all your way, and you mess all of them up because you lack the ability to communicate in a healthy way because you're holding on to something that happened you're holding on to something that's happening and, and you can't get out of your own way. But, but, but my point tonight and over the last couple of weeks on this communication thing is not coming from an, an experience or expertise. Like I want you to go out and find books on that. I'm a, I'm, I'll, I'll post some things on my IG story uh, tomorrow, I'll give you some books to read that can help you deal with your emotions and things like that. But when I come on here, I'm just trying to give my point on how I've journeyed through some things and how I've gotten to this point in my life. And I pride myself on being able to communicate how I feel, what I feel. But more importantly, I'm growing to listen to how others feel. Because I I often thought that great communication was being able to, to express how I felt, to express what I felt, to express when I felt it. And I often thought that's where communication ended. When I had to learn that that was just the beginning, that true, authentic, healthy communication is not just being able to say my what, my why, and my where. It's being able to listen to somebody else's why. 
to somebody else's what, to somebody else's where, and being able to listen and sometimes not even respond, but just to let them know I heard you, that I was present in this conversation and nothing disturbed it, nothing disrupted it. I, I was present here and I heard you. I'm, 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 I'm jumping off of what I wrote down to give you. This is where I close my laptop. This is where I close my book and I just speak to you from my heart because I, I think we, we've gotten somewhere real quick. And I got about five, about, about three more minutes left on the show. And I want to just, I, I want to speak to you real quick. You, you, <clears throat> you don't have to win every argument Sometimes it's just you listening. Just you listening. That it's more important, it's way more important for you to sit and be present in the moment and listen to someone who you love or somebody you're doing life with or in business with just to hear their frustrations. And the only response you have back is I heard you. Not from a condescending place, not with an attitude, not with frustration, but from a a clear heart, I heard you because I was present. My phone was down. My heart was locked in. My ears were locked in. I heard you. And this is what I heard you say. I heard you say that when I did A, it hurt you. When I did B, it disturbed you. And if I do see, we can get better. So I heard you. I heard everything you said. So, so from this point, I, don't ha- I have no words. I have actions. I have nonverbal communication that's going to help us get better. And my nonverbal communication will be my actions based upon what you said. Because I listened to you. I listen to you. And I believe that if I do my part in acting on what I heard, there are some things you will do in return for me where I won't have to say anything. You automatically do it. Because I listened. Now, and now, if you find yourself talking, if you find yourself communicating, and, and you find out or you discover that the person you're talking to is just a brick wall, they're not trying to hear you. I pray that God gives you the strength to walk away. I, I pray that God gives you the strength to dismiss yourself from any connection that fails to listen to you. Whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship. Now, you can't walk away from your kids. <laughs> Don't lead them, babies. Now, now kids going to be kids. Don't don't say Pervy told me to leave my kids because they wouldn't listen. Now them kids gonna be kids. I'm talking to the grown people in your life. I'm talking to the situations uh, that, that that come that come against you or come at you as a grown person. That's that, that's what I'm talking about. I pray for you. I pray that you gather the strength to walk away from anything or anybody that fails to listen to you. And I'm not just saying be in a room 
while you're talking. Now, how do you know they listened? Because things begin to change after the conversation. And I pray that you're not a selfish person. I pray that once you see somebody else listening and reacting and doing because you they, because they heard you, I pray you hear them. That's what we talked about. Compromise. Doing what's best for both parties. I pr- I pray that you you you're not just selfish, wanting them to do and wanting them to hear you. I pray that you're selfless and you hear them too. And as we do this, y'all, we just get better. We just get better. And that's my whole goal. I want us to get better. So every week I just try to make my point because I just want to get better as a person and I want y'all to get better with me. All right? So communicate more. And while we're working on communication, every week I'm going to connect with your heart. I'm going to challenge your mindset and hopefully change your perspective on some things. It's my goal. So until next time, that's all I want you to do. You know, it's three things. I want you to love God. I want you to love people. And I want you to make sure you love yourself. This has been Robert Purvey on another episode of Purvey's Point. I love y'all so much. Until next time. Peace.